Welcome back for the second part of Streaming Talks featuring the Andy Social Network. And we're just about to go on the subject of how me and Andy actually met through Twitch. So enjoy part two. Thank you for listening. So um, I was going to say, so let's talk a little bit about uh, how we ran into each other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the famous origin story of um, yep. how I, I kind of got to know Andy. Like I said, I, followed, I, I watched him since, what, four years ago, right? Uh, believe it or not. And, you know, I, do you remember, like, did I host you or something? And do you remember anything about that? Hmm. I know you reached out to me via whisper um, because you saw me. Was it about, like, audio issues? Just general tech stuff. But it may, you may have said that you were specifically. Oh, your CPU was overheating. Your CPU usage, you had trouble with uh, lag or something. Yeah. And you, you couldn't do what you wanted. Yeah, I did. So I suggested some stuff. And um, th- that's kind of like how I kind of got to, like, talk to you a little bit. Right. And I and now I'm remembering. Um, and then I think at that point I was in college and I would stream in the afternoon. I might have hosted you at one point. Because, um, like, oh, Andy's on. Okay. And um, I think I might have hosted you or something. And that kind of, like turn the light on because you're 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 so used to doing different things you're like oh yeah oh I, am i even following you oh you know <laughs> uh, that's my andy impression uh <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like uh jim gaffigan um <laughs> oh yeah you're kind of like, am i even following this guy who wouldn't not follow night that's ridiculous yeah yeah <laughs> i see what you mean never <laughs> and and this is something someone can learn from. This is why main reason why I'm kind of telling this story mm. is like uh, I followed him and I watched him for like two years. And like I never <laughs> well, he said I, I, I'm a big advocate of like not telling people I stream oh, because sure. it's kind of like I don't want to steal anybody's thunder. It's kind of, res- you know, I don't want I want to be respectful to people because it's kind of like uh, someone's telling a joke on stage and you go up there. Hey, guys, I am a comedian, too. Uh, you know, um. That's just me. And it doesn't mean it's right or wrong. That's just how I am. So, and I'm like, okay, so Andy's going to follow me. Awesome. I've been watching his streams, you know. And at that point, I was playing a variety of different stuff. And then, uh, basically, Andy never followed me. So, it's going along, going along. And I'm like, oh, man, this is about three months. The guy hasn't followed me. I don't know if, like, he he was just saying that. I'm not sure. I don't want to be weird and so one day I just did it. I I pulled the trigger and I was like, "Oh, hey Andy, uh, did you ever get that follow?" And I kind of dropped it in there. And you're going around and chatting. And you're like, "Oh wait, I I did. It. I swear I did. Oh well, I guess we'll have to do it." And this is before I was a mod or anything like that, you know. And so, <laughs> Andy. So basically, guys, if if you you can just tell people sometimes they're not gonna bite you. If you go in their stream long enough and they like you and you know they like you, it's okay to be like, hey, by the way, um, it's you can do that if you know the person well enough oh, and yes. you, you're in the stream enough. You know, I was in there for about two years. In this and, case, it was perfectly fine. You know I mean? <laughs> and it wasn't even like um, because of like your viewership versus mine or anything like that. It's because I liked you as a person and I'm like, oh, well, maybe it'd be cool. You know, uh, one day Andy will show up. And he doesn't show up until two years. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because I know how Andy is. You can tell me if I'm right or am I wrong. You basically watch streams based on games that you know. Is that right or wrong? 
Uh, typically, yeah, that that's what will uh, usually attract me into your stream. If you're playing a game that I know, I that's often going to be what I watch. I'm attracted to the familiar, and that's why <laughs> why I basically do a nostalgia stream. It's because I'm old and I can't learn new things, and I want to live in the past forever because those are the good old days. And so what's funny is I like I was like a, I was a pretty big fan of Andy and I was like, oh, man. All right. So the game he found me in was Super Castlevania. Right. It was a blind playthrough. And Andy doesn't know what a blind playthrough is. Nope. He's seen speed runs. He's seen casual playthroughs. And he was going in there and like, oh, this is one of my favorite games. I'm thinking in my head. Oh, no, please, Andy, don't do this. I know you're going to. And then <laughs> and I had explained to him, Andy, wait, I, I can't know anything. And then you looked at the, you probably saw the blind command at one point and you're like, oh, this is different. And you like, you're holding back not to tell me that there's all these secrets right before the Dracula fight. <laughs> oh, I could and have then, made that playthrough less painful. That's <laughs> and in my, and after I beat the game in my mind, I was like, okay, okay. Andy won't show up. I won't have to worry about it. Boom. Super goals and ghosts. Oh, I like that game too. Oh, wow. Geez. I wonder what this is going to be like, you know? He showed up again. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is kind of cool. You know, uh, the streamer I really liked and enjoyed and as a person shows up to my stream. And I'm like, all right, well, he's he's been here. He won't watch Battletoads. He, he doesn't own it. He probably won't care. Yep, big fan of Battletoads. Oh, man, three in a row. Okay. And then ever since, it's kind of been history ever since. Oh, I got to watch Battletoads. You kidding? No, but that'll but get that's, me uh, in. That's, that's... <laughs> And that's one of the truth is that I thought you wouldn't show up again. And I think mm. some people feel that way. Like, for example, when you see Big John or Arcus or some of your favorite streamers, you're thinking, oh, man, I don't know when I'm going to see him again. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, because you don't. You, know, you, you don't know when the next time will be because sometimes they'll pop in and something, you know, it just, it just depends. It just depends. A lot of streamers yeah. out there. <laughs> and I know... Um, I forgot to ask you. Well, we'll, we'll get into spe the speed runs in a, just a second. But to to finish off that story real quick, uh, long story short, Andy's uh, been kind of like watching me ever since. And um, so don't doubt yourself uh, if someone comes in, you know, and don't think it's just one stream. You just got to keep being yourself and, uh, you know, keep doing your thing. Um, the blind, actually, Andy, did you know the blind thing was actually an accident? It, it's not like my big plan or anything. That just kind of happened. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know that I ever heard the history of why on earth would you subject yourself to such. Because <laughs> I just know I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I rage quit most of the games I try. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, real quick. Um, basically I did a lot of, uh, I started off doing like retro stuff and I did blind playthroughs. It's fun. I like new adventures. I like, I like, you know, getting that experience. Uh, I wanted experience what people experience at that time. And then I kind of went to modern stuff for a while, about a year and a half. And I started, um, I went to Time Splitters 2. I don't know if you ever heard of that game. It's a 3D game. You probably haven't have. heard of it. Um, <laughs> it's the same. It's the developers of like Goldeneye and Perfect Dark. Okay. They made a game called Time Splitters 2. Um, the rare team. Uh, mm. They made the game. Er, they created the game. I played through it, and then uh, it was a random straw poll vote that we were playing Super Castlevania. I'm like, oh, I never played a Castlevania game. This would be kind of cool. Oh wow! And then uh, I was like, okay, I'll do a straw poll again because I don't know what to play. Super Goals and Ghosts happens, and everybody's. That's when my stream actually kind of grew. Um, was uh, Super Goals and Ghosts? Oh yeah, that'll get viewers in. People like watching that game. Yeah. 
I think I think what was unique though is that I was stuck in the same boss fight for like five days. Yeah. I did Dark Souls and I had the same effect, and I was like, "This is kind of cool to like you know go." It's like uh, you know going against uh, this uh, big monster. Pretty much, you're like trying to slay the dragon going in. You know, it, I love I love the blind playthroughs, and that's uh, basically how it happened. Is that it? Kind of just rolled downhill from there. Then went from Super Goal, Castlevania, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, and Battletoads. So you joined in right in the beginning of that whole thing. I just didn't know for, that. Yes, oh. you absolutely did. See, I was, it was different. Yeah. This whole time I had assumed that like the Dark Souls series was also part of your blind runs and that you decided to, hey, let's kick it retro because that apparently brings people in. I didn't know that your first game was the first game I found you on. That's crazy. I used to do speed runs in retro, like in 2015, 2016, when it was mm. small, because uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers didn't have an active directory. And I wanted to show off the run because I was really into it. And I, that's the only time I used retro. And then I went into modern stuff and used the actual game titles. And I came back to retro with Super Castlevania, pretty much. And I didn't even know the uh, the feel, like the, the actual atmosphere, how far it grew. Um, it kind of grew when I started, you know, when, you know, you started streaming and Scoot started streaming and then all these other, you know, streamers started using it. So it kind of just like happened. The boom kind of just happened as it did. Um, and now it's like, it's really amazing. I always told people that like, I was so thankful for the retro category because it gives people, people a space to, you know, do different stuff. Like, uh, you heard, you know, retrograde Tom, he can play his PC games. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. Barley Barley can play as horror games like Silent Hill and Resident right. Evil. Um, it's just weird stuff, um, which is kind of cool. And uh, I think people tend to forget uh, what it was like before. It, like, you and I started. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Yeah, man. It, it's weird because now it feels like the old days. <laughs> it really is. Dude, it's four years. I'm, I'm almost on my fifth year of streaming, See, believe it or not. What's weird to me is the amount of time that my channel has existed uh, is the same amount of time it takes to earn a four-year degree at college. Like, that's how long. <laughs> I'm now a friggin' Twitch graduate, if that makes any sense. Like, that that's weird. Because <laughs> at the time, when I went to college, you know, I was only what 17 when i started would have been 22 when i graduated like that four years seems like an eternity at that age because you're super young but not you know between what being 34 and 38 now it, it feels yeah it doesn't feel as long and <laughs> but that that was a while back now that i now that i think about it yeah and um so we'll kind of go into the whole you're an affiliate. You got the not so angry emo. Uh, it's kind of like the running joke. Um, first of all, when you actually get not so angry, uh, <laughs> do you kind of like have like a, a moment where you kind of just, you know, black out and then all of a sudden you snap back into it? Like as far as like when you really get not so angry. I mean, I'm sure. I would guess probably 60% of the time you're really angry. <laughs> no, so your question is inherently amusing because it's like being asked by, I don't know, data, what is anger like? Describe this anger. <laughs> like you don't know what it is. Like, Do you like black out when you get angry? <laughs> it, it seems like you go into a trance, like looking at watching your stream. Really? You, like it's silent. 
and you're like you do the face the scrunch you do the the whole mm. everybody, everybody's in chat is like quiet not because they're um bored it's because they're looking at you and they're like uh is he gonna and then you're looking like oh come on game you know you do the whole <laughs> yeah okay you guys so I, I was wondering I, I it's good to hear how it comes off to the viewer because apparently I've made the mistake of thinking that I can hide it from people by not saying anything but that's exactly when you know that I'm actually angry is if I'm not saying anything uh, because if I'm being all loud and stuff, you know, oh, he's just kidding. He's just playing it up. He's not really angry. But as soon as I go dead silent and my eyes bulge out and my lips get parsed and my controller, <laughs> I guess you get the idea. You, you can't, in fact, tell that I'm angry. Yeah, it's just, um, no, I guess it, it, it becomes about me and the game at that point. Um, and I, it, what is it? I, I don't like it when the game thinks that it can play me. Uh, that's not how this relationship works. Game. You. <laughs> I gotta ask, what what makes you get so personal with the game? Like some people say, oh, it's just a game, whatever. You take it like to a whole new level. Like <laughs> this thing, this thing hurt you in another life. Um. <laughs> I think yet again it comes back to what we were talking about before. You see, I'm a trained musician and, and, and through all the hours I've put in practicing my instrument and being, you know, just generally a perfectionist about things. I, I tend to have way too high of standards for things that I, I embark upon. And the older I get, the worse this gets, like I'm going to turn in to my character, my caricature of Dr. Fraser Crane at some point. That whole rant that I always do is him. I mean, yeah, I do it for laughs, but yeah, I also kind of buy into it too. It's just, no, for God's sake, Nas, I did not spend 80 billion years at Harvard video game industry getting straight A's and over a four point getting lauded by my professors and my colleagues to have some trolley ass game make me feel like I'm some kind of inferior Niles. It's not fair. You know, <laughs> And that's kind of what it is, is I, you know, I, 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 I don't like having a, a, all these people watching me, judging me and me failing at something in front of them because I fear that it will make them think less of me and stuff. But at the end of the day, I got to remember that the one, nobody cares. And two, they get actually quite a bit of entertainment watching a 38 year old. Uh, rage at a game and think that anyone cares. Uh, <laughs> so sometimes I need to give myself some perspective and not blow everything out of proportion and make it all about me and my my ego that needs needs a good popping, a little good deflating um, from time to time. Bring me back down to earth. It's not all about you, Andy. You know. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's funny because like we, you get so um passionate about like you know playing good, but you know we all love you, right? We all like you, and uh you know it's just kind of the thing. Like we expect it almost. Like there's always a plan B in every single stream. It seems like, and uh I remember when I first like I uh, I think like starting to understand. I think like what I like about your channel and you is that I maybe it helps that you watch me too, is that we kind of have this humor with each other. 
Like, yeah, yeah. you know, everything <laughs> I say isn't a troll. I mean, it's not like I'm really trolling you. I'm trolling like some of the memes. And I guess to kind of break that down for everybody who's never seen Andy's stream before, there is a running joke that, you know, when Andy has these not so angry moments, basically what happens, he goes silent, he gets mad at the game, and he switches to something else that's happy and fun. And yes. uh, the joke is, is that he would always default to Super Mario Brothers 3 for the NES. Because <laughs> it's one of the and best like, games ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and I always... I always joked with him, like, I think about even, like, a year or two ago, I started doing this. I was like, yep, you got Super Mario Bros. 3 on deck. You're ready to go, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> to which I get to say, very funny, Mr. R. Knight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I love about, like, um, how we how we got to know each other is we always kind of, like, joke about, you know, certain things. And I think like a lot of people have that connection with you is that they can joke with you um, based on like, you know, things that happen in the stream or, or things that you do. You're kind of like uh, in an all man comedy act to different people. Like people know you for different things, like, you know, Mr. Cabanero or, yep. you know, all these different things. And I think it's amazing how you can make these many little jokes to people rapid firing you in chat right away. It's an amazing skill you have. I'm happy that I'm able to do it and that it's so well received because uh, <laughs> that, that is the goal. You know, I, I, I wanted to create, you know, that movie Good Morning Vietnam with Robin Williams. It, it's like I want to make, uh, you know, a 2019 version of that, which, of course, would be, you know, be a visual show since we have the, the tech nowadays um, where you just kind of you know, bounce around from one thing to another and it's, you know, super high energy and funny and, and all this different voices and all that. Uh, it's like, my God, what if that, it, it, what if a show like that existed in real life? Well, I'll do my best to give you that kind of show. <laughs> so um, let's talk a little bit about one of your, uh, your milestones. The day you got partnered. Now, you didn't do the the whole partner push thing. You kind of just did it naturally, organically. Do you remember like what you were thinking? Like you know, you kind of saw viewership going up, and you're like, "Oh, this could really happen." Um, and you you did a documentary. I mean, not a documentary, but like an interview documentary kind of thing, um, talking about this. But let's talk a little bit about it. Mm. What was it like going into it? Where you were like, um, "Okay, I want to make this happen," or was it like, "I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing"? And eventually it might happen. I figured if I, I figured it was just a matter of time because when I applied, that was after the achievement system had been implemented. Because uh, I'd applied in the past and it always been rejected, but there was no achievement system. You just kind of apply, hope that they would accept you, and then that'd be it. But they, you know, they hadn't yet. But with the achievement system, there were certain objective metrics you could hit to to prove that you were worthy. I mean, they could still reject it if they wanted to, but at least, you know, you had something to go by. Uh, so, yeah, I, I got to the point where I, I hit all the achievements. A big apply button showed up once I had hit them all. So I hit that, did the submission, and then, you know, put it away. It, it took them a few weeks to get back. And actually, I, I convinced myself that uh, – Perhaps my paperwork had just been, you know, 
lost in the shuffle or something. And I figured, oh, I'll wait a little bit longer and maybe reapply. But uh, before I had an opportunity to to do that, uh, I got word live on stream that I've been partnered and they did it in the most trolly way possible. This is, it was good though. What they did was very clever is yes. Yeah, some, you can tell who they are. You can tell who Twitch staff is because they've got wrenches by their names and they're telling me to check something in my dashboard. And I was like, I don't understand. Check what they, like, yeah, yeah. There's some new product. We want you to test out. Just go to your dashboard. I'm like, well, okay. So I went and I checked my dashboard and lo and behold, it lets me know that I, got the partner and then i freak out and then check freaks out and the, the chaos ensued and we had and we had a jolly good time wonderful <laughs> you know i specifically remember from that stream is that you're playing turtles and uh everyone was talking about how um uh donatello no it was leo or mikey mike it was michelangelo maybe i can't remember oh my god bro. but i'm so high he was now. just sitting <laughs> <laughs> had to he was just standing there looking at the screen for like 45 minutes and people were like that poor turtle he's just gonna be sitting there <laughs> ah. oh i do remember yeah yeah because in turtles too if you let the turtle idle even for a split second their immediate default is to stare at the screen like what are you doing like <laughs> staring at you like a like a dos c prompt or something like uh next command please uh waiting here you could just uh, move my character. Got some fighting to do. You could do that. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, just staring awkwardly at the screen, breaking the fourth wall the whole time. Yep, that is that is accurate. That is accurate. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. And then, you know, like you said, the staff came in. And you, like, were just playing the game. You were so into, like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yep, I, I'm playing the game, kind of. And I'm, like, trying to get through this. And then I was in the chat. I'm like, oh, my God, Andy, you're going to get partner. And you're just going to do this with the staff right now. Andy, because <laughs> <laughs> no, my first instinct was uh, I better perform my ass off in front of these people so that they uh, have a high opinion of me and will likely give me partnership. I didn't know that they had already done so. So I'm like, I better do as many, <laughs> I better do as many impressions as I possibly can. <laughs> something, something, Monica. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, <laughs> But it, it turns out, no, there was no reason to do that. I just needed to do as they had requested and and, and all was right with the world. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was that was such a fun day. And then everyone was like, yeah, awesome. You know, and what was uh, in a year he had affiliate. So all you had to do was come up with some more emotes. And naturally, there were celebrity emotes that you had and you swap them out and everything like that. You know, and then uh the thing is, is that a lot of people who get partner, it seems like at least um, uh, very few people keep their viewership and you and, and Scoot and, you know, other people have kept their viewership. And that just shows how organically you've done it since square one of doing the whole streaming thing. And it paid off. That is accurate. I, I, I say that because I want to sound like I'm bragging or nothing, but that is a very correct observation because uh, that doesn't always happen. But, but with me, yeah, we got the partnership. We didn't see the channel suffer and, and, and people have stuck around. I did not do an official partner push for whatever reason. I, I just chose not to, I, I guess again, it's that whole, like, uh, Hmm, I guess I wanted to, 
I wanted to do it like the most authentic way or something to, to make sure that the people actually liked me. I don't know, but <laughs> but I'm, I'm very thankful that, um, yeah, they were watching because they wanted to watch and, and they still come back. Um, <laughs> going back to earlier, um, oh, with like the shtick and stuff, you made me think of uh, different things that stick in people's heads that have uh, uh, caused other people to do the things I do on stream in their real lives. Like, uh, people now will start going <laughs> like I, like I've infected them with it. Now they laugh like that, which is funny because I only do it because a comedian friend of mine did it, and I would do it behind his back because he did it. I thought it was funny. Now other people are doing that. The whole Chad Croker Herbert a Derbert a Rebert a Robert Herbert a Derbert a Robert a do you know to, to fill in lyrics you don't know. Other people do that in real life when they're singing and don't know, and they're Herbert Derbert, Rebert Robert. They'll start doing it with rock songs. <laughs> and then one guy was at work at a computer in front of his coworkers. His computer was giving him flack, just balking at him or something. And he yells at it and goes, you know, Scott, in that voice. And everybody turns and looks at him like, what? <laughs> <laughs> just blatantly does a Dr. Evil in, you know, 2019 with no context, yelling at a computer. Uh, that, <laughs> this and much more madness can infect you too. Coral, too. Coral. <laughs> <laughs> I've managed to keep that meme alive after the after the show. Uh, the show is over, right? There's no more Walking Dead, or do they still make those? I don't even pay attention. I've never seen the I show. Know who, I just know the I meme. I didn't know who Rick was until your channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Coral's even dead, but I still do the jokes because that's ah, funny. We don't believe in dead memes. We, we believe in good memes. Um uh, yeah, memes don't die. They just uh, just get recycled ad finitum for my purposes. And so, speaking of memes, let's talk about your meme box a little bit. Something Ooh. that people are always amazed when you come to your channel. Is that is that a, what, what, how is he doing it? And I'm thinking, <laughs> you guys have no idea how quick this guy has to switch through pictures and do all this. So, I got to ask. How many memes are in the meme box? Or you can tell us how much uh, oh. space is taken up. Let's see if I can. I'm the at the box. computer. Let me find it. Okay. If I properties. There we go. What do we got? What do we get? Whoa. Okay. It is currently 8.08 gigabytes uh, on the disk. That's a big folder. That's, you know. For pictures and gifts, that's a lot of memory. Uh, oh yeah, they're like point five or like five kilobytes or something, and that equals to you got a lot of stuff. There's a lot. Oh wow, <laughs> there are exactly ten thousand three hundred and five files in the folder. Uh, some of those are duplicates for certain reasons, uh, spelling reasons. Sometimes uh, I'll spell. How do I say it? It's a way of categorizing uh the memes because sometimes you'll associate a name with an activity or an activity with a name uh and sometimes i'll save it as both and name it both different ways either activity first or name first depending but but most of these are are unique files uh wow that's crazy <laughs> I, see, I, I didn't know that until you asked and there you go <laughs> Yeah, so wow, that's that's a lot. And I'm sure people always wondered how much. So currently it's that many 
as of right now. I'm sure more will be coming. Uh, what's uh one more uh another thing I want to talk about? One of the best streams, and I'm gonna tell you why it's the best. I screenshot it and sent it to somebody. Hmm. Um, Wayne's World. Oh. What do you remember from that stream? Yeah, I only did it once. I got to do yep. more of those. It's just the the character streams, the those character theme streams are very tricky. Uh difficult to pull off and require some preparation, but uh yeah. The inspiration for that one, let me see. I dress up like Wayne Campbell. I got the hat, I got the hair, I got the, you know, the wig. I got I got the black shirt, well like normal, right? Um yeah, I was able to find a high-res image of the old Wayne's World set that I could use as my backdrop. Um, I make, you know, custom Wayne's World, everything. Uh, the Garth cam was pretty good. I make it look like I've got Garth on, like, a Skype cam where the meme box normally would be, as if he's right there with us. And I took a lot of clips of him off this old Wayne's World board game, like a VHS interactive game. Um, all the clips are taken from that where he says all his different catchphrases. So I've got him clipped so that I can play any one of them at any time in response to things I say as though he was really there. Um, but of course, he's not. It's just footage. Um, and then I'm playing. I managed to get through Wayne's World on both SNES and Genesis, which is not an easy task, which is maybe another reason we haven't seen <laughs> that show come back again. Um, gosh, it'll be fun to do. Um, definitely been long enough to do it again but uh, that's all it is i mean i'm I, and i'm just pretending i'm wayne and that we're doing the show on twitch tv and that's i mean and, and there's your concept i mean that's that that's it you know character interacts with chat plays game based on character boom done <laughs> um so uh that's it, it sounds really sophisticated how he did that i don't know how he pulled it off but man that stream that was a lot of fun to watch and to see people's reaction. Like, oh, how, that's so weird. And I remember you being very nervous for that one, too. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of, you know. Oh, and the Dr. Evil one, wrong. you were afraid, too, <laughs> a little bit. That's fun, too. I like those. Yeah. Dr. Evil plays SimCity, but he doesn't know it's SimCity. He thinks it's real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he blows up the whole thing at the end. Oh, it's the greatest. <laughs> and he had the cat. or <laughs> the Yep, I, I bought a, a stuffed cat that looks very much like the Dr. Evil Mr. Bigglesworth. Uh, and I even got the mail mix. <clears throat> Most importantly, the Bob Ross streams. Now, let's talk a little bit about Bob Ross stream. Is First Ooh. of all, it's hilarious, the stuff, the little squirrel you got. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Peapod. But I think what, and someone in chat said it, you were like the Rayman of <laughs> Mario Paint when it comes to doing the music part but how do you feel like with the bob ross streams as far as like doing them i mean that's like a lot of great stuff you made um do you like eyeball some of that or is some of that like pre-planned oh okay Here, here's how they work yeah 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 um if i'm doing pixel art projects like recreating a scene from metroid or mega man or whatever right that's all pre-planned i've got all those sprites cut out on my computer into 16 by 16 quadrants so I can make the stamps and make everything accurate to the original game as much as possible. That stuff is, is no eyeballing. It's all scienced out 
ahead of time. Anything that's not that uh, is done by hand, done by eye. Um, just kind of going with it and hoping it turns out okay. <laughs> so on top of the Bob Ross streams, what is uh, one of the favorite pieces you did, you feel like? And what's one, what's one of the worst? Oh, let me see. Uh, it's a good thing. I only remember what's good. Can't not sure. Usually if something turns out bad, I'll catch it and erase it. Uh, cause I'd be like, nope, nope, this isn't going the way <clears throat> that I think it will. One of the best, let me see, goodness. In terms of pixel art projects, I mean, either that Super Metroid one or that Mega Man X one has got to be one of my favorite pixel arts. I mean, but there were other good ones too, like that Castlevania Flying Demon one. Oh, you like the Battletoads one. That was kind of done on a whim. I just had to look that up. What was it? Yeah, I, I didn't have time to pre-plan it. I kind of looked at the sprites on my MacBook and tried to replicate it as close as I could in real time with no preparation, cutting them into the into the quadrants. I'm surprised it turned out as good as it did, honestly, but I'm, I'm glad you like that. Um, yeah, I did. And uh, of course, the infamous Steve... <laughs> You remember the Steve Ross? Wow. I always I always bring it up. On wow, purpose. wow, wow. <laughs> you, what was okay, for those who don't know, there is a time it was a Bob Ross stream. Basically what a Bob Ross stream is that Andy will dress up as Bob Ross and he'll cosplay as him and do the voice and the squirrel and the, the paintings and stuff. And he composes the music himself. But at one point, Someone was like, can you draw Steve? He goes, oh, Steve? Oh, I can draw Steve and his little face. And he purposely made it bad, it seemed like, yeah. at least. And uh, you're like, what's give Steve? And he drew a mustache. <laughs> and then, it turned out something different. And you can find that clip on Andy's channel. But what was your reaction when you realized what you created? Oh, as soon as I painted it, I was like, oh, no. Now people are going to be making dirty Sanchez jokes and all kinds of stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, no, because you never know what it's going to look like until it, it comes out, unless you, you know, exercise a little forethought. And I don't always, because, because I know that, you know, you have, you have to try things. You got to throw the paint on the canvas uh, to, to see. Sometimes I will experiment with different, you know, colors or techniques live on stream, not knowing what will happen. Uh, yeah, that one genuinely surprised me. I was like, well, we got to make a mustache. We'll just use a little spray can tool and some uh, brown paint. And oh my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that didn't go according to plan, but, but, but it was funny. You know, it was, it was bad in a good way. You know, like, uh, like the room by Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Quite the story, Mark. <laughs> and, uh, going back a little bit, you talked about how like a lot of your stuff is infectious it's affected some streamers even that you uh, <laughs> used to look you used to look up to, like some of the speedrunners. Um, what was speaking of speedrunning though? Who uh, it was Dexter that you watched, right, for the Batman run? Tell us about when you first found out about like speedrunning. Oh yeah, that's easy. I was just uh, watching YouTube videos one day, <clears throat> and this one showed up in my suggestion feed that said like Batman beaten in ten minutes and some seconds. Uh, and I'm looking at the thumbnail and it's this guy wearing a Goomba hat and there's like a crowd of people behind him. And I'm like, what is, okay, first of all, 
No way did anyone actually beat that game that fast. That's impossible. And why are people watching someone playing a video game? I've got to see this. So I click on it. And uh, yeah, one, I was proven wrong. Yes, Dexter can absolutely play the game that fast. That was the first speed run I ever saw. Didn't know that was a thing. Didn't know that was a sport. And so my mind is blown right there because uh, that's a hard game. And then uh, why are people watching? Because it's awesome. That's why they're watching. <laughs> and so I got hooked on that. This was well before I even knew what streaming was or had gotten into that. Um, yeah, I found out about speedrunning and just I just watched a bunch of speedrun videos because I found it fascinating. Uh, all the meticulous work that you got to put in and optimizing all those different strats for all these different screens your frame perfect tricks your pixel perfect trips your zips your skips you know damage boosts and all <laughs> frame rules and the like it was all very fascinating to me at the time it still kind of is but i speed run now so i understand it and now i view it more as a, a frustrating undertaking that takes a lot of work because <laughs> now i know how all the guts of it work i'm like my goodness this is this is involved right here. If you want you either do this or you don't do it, you gotta, gotta commit. <laughs> now for my remember the first speed run you did was Paperboy. That's right. What, what even got you into this? Let's see, because what was it? Uh, I had always, Hmm. Okay. I was good at Paperboy because my aunt, uh, when we'd visit her, yeah, she only had a very small collection of games, so we just played the heck out of that small collection. Paperboy was one of them, and I had even figured out back then that the game was easier when you just held up the whole time, went as fast as possible, and just learned where to huck the papers. Stuff was just less likely to hit you. You'd learn to dodge when when things would. I, I knew what position to be on, so when I watched the speed run, I was like, this is not very different from how I normally play the game. This could be learned. And at the time, the record, what was it? He only hit five out of seven high bikes. And I was like, well, what Well, what if you hit all seven high bikes? Because you could end a day early by hitting the motorcycle at the end uh, rather than hitting the curb, which would take longer. He only hit five of those bikes. And I was like, there's got to be a way to hit seven bikes. Turns out there is. Um, so I just ground out the game until I was able to get the right RNG to where all seven bikes appeared and I hit all seven and bam, I had myself a world record in a household name game, which I held on to for a while. Uh, but not, not forever. Um, <laughs> Chambers came along and found like a brand new system, figured out how all the, uh, all the, uh, what is it? There's like a setup you can do to manipulate something, something you don't even end the, the day's the same anymore. You run into a dog instead of a bike, and it's all uh, uh, cattywampus. I'll just use an old term. Because I'm old, <laughs> uh, and so I'm not, I'm not going to run the the game the game again. But it was it was it was a great 15 minutes of fame because I, I even got a Kotaku article written about me, uh, which was spectacular for channel growth and visibility. A lot a lot of people found me through that article. Uh, and it was, it, it was a good time. It was, it was really cool, you know, have a world record pace at, you know, <laughs> doing that, doing that. It was fun. So eventually you went from Paperboy to 
fighting games, which you yes. use uh, now, now Gaming Network, but you had to split it off because it was a hard balance and it was a you wanted to separate everything pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to keep the content separate because I know a lot of my people, uh, a lot of folks who watch my main channel aren't that into speedrunning and speedrunning, shoot, if you're going to do it seriously, um, I it's going to hinder doing my shtick, changing memes all the time, doing all the voices, reading all the chat. Uh, you you got to do one or the other. You can't really have both. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to ruin my brand by speed running and not giving the people what they're used to. So I was like, well, I'll just make a second channel and then we can focus more on the game and, and less on the memes. And uh, I think that'll, that'll be a good way to handle that, that issue there. Uh, and I, and it, I, I still don't regret it. I, I think that was the right decision. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you got to kind of separate those things. And what you would see on his channel is mostly fighting games. Do you remember your first time speedrunning a fighting game and what kept you going doing those? Oh, I think uh, I want to say Mortal Kombat 1 for the Super Nintendo had to be the first one. Yeah. Do you, uh, what made you start like uh, speedrunning fighting games versus like you went from Paperboy to, to, to fighting games? Uh, what got you hooked on that? Oh, <laughs> that's easy to answer. Um, one, uh, I know them really well. I, I played a ton of them when I was a kid. I just loved fighting games for whatever reason, because uh, I don't know, I guess it's also because I played a lot of chess back in the day. Fighting games and chess have a shocking amount in common because of how you got to set things up and do your moves in reaction to other people's moves. And there's kind of a cool science behind the thing that I always liked, but you have to do it all very quickly with good reaction time. Um, and it's, you know, it's very competitive. I mean, you know, you know me. I <laughs> like to win at things. So fighting games appealed to me. Uh, so I yeah, had a lot of experience playing them. And I happened to notice that on the speedrun boards, they are not very popular runs. So uh, snagging records was not very difficult. Uh, <laughs> but then again, that was back in the old days. Nowadays, it is much more competitive. Uh, than it used to be, uh, as more people have discovered what speed running is. There were some records I was able to take unchallenged because I was the only submission, but uh, that is no longer the case now. So on top of like uh, to doing fighting games and and uh, doing speed runs, it sounds like you are like uh, you like the thrill of being like a little competitive, and you like to you know get better and and things like that. Uh, do you have any, uh, influences you had going into speed running? Hard to say. I mean, there were, there were runners that I enjoyed watching, you know, like, uh, like Dexter and Duckfist and Big John and uh, a whole bunch of them. Um, I used to watch a lot of Furious Paul. He'd do, uh, you know, Castlevania four runs back in the day. He's doing, um, vanilla wow stuff now, now that Blizzard, uh, relaunched that, um, and that's exploded. That's very popular because WoW is very popular. Um, trying to think of other runners. I mean, yeah, there's so many. I'm trying to remember them by name. Um, yeah, Siglemic, that Mario 64 runner who I guess just disappeared. Uh, that was the first time I'd seen that game run. And goodness, just the fluency he could run that game like he's playing a 2D game. It just looks so easy the way he would handle those 3D environments. And tricks blew my mind um yeah and i watch of course a lot of arcus he's got the world record still 
in uh, Ninja Gaiden. Um, goodness, yeah, there's <laughs> there's so many speedrunners. How do I mention them all? Uh, <laughs> and Arcus was like one of your biggest supporters as far as like partnership and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, remember, I remember being in a stream and he goes, yeah, and he's one of the most successful affiliates. Um, at you know, and oh, that's like really, yeah, yeah. yeah, that must have been really flattering to hear. Oh, yeah, I know why too, because you okay, so this is something I always would tell, I always wanted to tell you. Mm. Um, now we have the chance to do this. Ah. When you created this cheer system that you have, I feel like a lot of people started doing it after you started like, um, doing it, and what I mean by that is that Andy has um basically uh alerts based on the cheer amount and they activate different songs from that year and it seems like people really kind of picked up on that yeah how does that make you feel like do you feel like that's they're like hey i i kind of started something no one else is doing and then do you, did you end up seeing that happen as well yeah it's interesting uh i figured it, it's one of those things because um, I don't know if I was the first person ever to come up with that, but I didn't know anyone else who did. I did come up with it by myself. I can tell you that much. Um, and it, and it, and it was very successful. Uh, yeah, that worked really well because I was just poking around in Streamlabs looking at all the different options. And I was like, oh, really? You can tether certain cheer amounts to trigger specific alerts based on the amount i'm like oh well goodness yeah i could do all kinds of things that's um uh, you know so i'd make different numbers equate to different different meanings uh and that was a way of you know making it kind of a, a fun thing and then that way the, the viewer would get you know rewarded with more than just you know a little dancing diamond or something they'd get a specific clip that they can chew up at specific times um yeah, and I figured it would just be a matter of time before other people would notice that that is a good idea and then copy it, which they're, of course, welcome to do. Streamlabs always has given you that option. People just uh, didn't choose to use it at the time. Uh, and I, I imagine once I did it, it spread like wildfire. But who knows? It's it's possible that other people were doing it, too. I just didn't know who they were. Um, but yeah, no. It's a good idea, and people are welcome to use it. You know, I don't, I don't know no patent or copyright on it. It's fine. That, that makes me stay competitive. I should probably make some new alerts or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think people did on the scale you did as far as, like, a whole library. Because um, I remember, like, cheering didn't really have a purpose, and you made it have a purpose in your channel. You know, I didn't think of it that way. You're kind of right. Yeah, if you if you rewire it like that, it, it does have more of a purpose because then people can, you know, color the stream with whatever mood they want by queuing up whatever clip it is or by reacting to it. Like when I beat the game, you know, people will either play We Are the Champions or Celebration. Uh, if I'm getting trolled, they'll play the troll a lol <laughs> or, the, or the brick house. Dun, 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 dun. They like that one. That's that's probably. The top rated should two big reasons that that might be the favorite cheer uh, <laughs> that is used in the channel. And of course, some people use it as an entrance like chef. I know that chef every time in the beginning of the stream, yep. you hear the um, power of love. <laughs> That's chefs. He's, he's, he's claimed that he, he play, it's his tradition. He, 
plays that one at the beginning of every stream and and i salute and appreciate him for that that is that is commitment right there because he doesn't have to he chooses to <laughs> and it's with the kirby usually too it's usually something like that <laughs> yep yep <laughs> that's amazing um that people have, have like basically made an identity with themselves based on like the the cheer system yet anyways i always wanted to tell you that i'm like i don't know if andy realizes what <laughs> he kind of ran into it's weird the monster we've created it's even gotten to the point where i voice certain users with certain voices uh because i'll do that you know that, that that guy misfits i always i always voice him as kenny bothered from kenny bothered jackass nobody wins in a damn it town everything he writes i'll read in that voice same with t-tone y'all everything's got to be read as arnold schwarzenegger because he said he did steroids once or something that so that just stuck with him at all times uh <laughs> And so it just depends. If guy from Red Bank types, I'm guy from Red Bank. I read a lot of comic books. I'll, re I'll read them like Brian Regan. <laughs> it'll be, you know, <laughs> it'll be like, I do not sound like that, Andy. Like he'll write that, but I'll still read him like that. And <laughs> <laughs> so that's some, that's all I was talking about is that you have like these little jokes and connections. Every most of your viewers that you know you're able to read and that come in there frequently enough, you you learn to to kind of bond with them. Yeah, almost. Yeah. They have the connection with you. And I think that's why people have stuck around is because not because you always say hi to them is because you always somehow connected with them. Um, so, you know, I think we almost covered everything with like the channel itself. Mm. Um, so let's, let's go into the, the little bits here. Um, ah, okay. What catches your attention to watch someone stream? You know, it, it's funny you asked that, but uh, yeah, it's like I said before, and I and I think I'm not alone. Based on what I've seen, this the answer to your question, I, I think, is the same for most people. Is uh, It's the game being played, which, as a streamer, and I think other streamers can relate to this, is maybe not what we want the appeal to be. You know, as a streamer, you want the appeal to be that they come there for you and your personality and your community and, and, and all of this sort of stuff. Um, but what I've noticed more often than not, what, what catches my attention, and when I've tried different things on my own stream, it's very clear that it's the game being played that draws people in. And I... Uh, because I noticed that's what usually gets me into a stream. And I've, I've also tracked it based on what I've played on my own stream. Certain games definitely get more viewership than other games. Uh, and so, yeah, if, if you want me to watch a stream, that's it's a surefire way to rope me in is if you're playing something that, that, that playing a game I want to see, I suppose. Right. And I can I can agree with that is that sometimes it, it takes the game. Um, not very often is the personality. Um, one of the um, things, at least from my experience, that I learned is that um, everyone's got their own thing. You know, uh, sometimes you're, uh, you know, you're, a, you know, right away. Boom. I'm, I'm feeling connected. I like the stream a lot. Sometimes it's a slow burn, kind of like watching Netflix. Right. You kind of <laughs> like watch an episode or two and you're like, eh, not so sure about it. And then six months later, you kind of like try it again. And you're like, oh, this is actually not that bad, you know. Mm, um, mm. like that's like, uh, another story is that that's how Barley watched my stream. Actually, he, he came from a scoot raid ah. and 
he was like, oh, well, I guess I'll follow this guy, you know, whatever. And then one day he was doing work and he was just like, hey, I'm going to kind of hang out. This is during the Super Ghouls and Ghosts. This is the first time he's actually watched my stream. He kind of had me on the background. And all of a sudden he was like watching the boss fight with the five days I was trying to kill the boss or whatever, the bracelet. And, uh, you know, hearing do, 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 right. Mm. Um, and he was like slowly getting into it. So like, you know, that's kind of a slow burn, uh, for some people. Right. They kind of just get into it that way. And he was at the end because like, I never been to his stream before. He goes, did you beat it? (laughs) 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 It's just funny how like, you know, different people, you know, are introduced to streams in different ways. And I think with you, it's a lot of, uh, you know, your stream kind of punches people in the face because it's so high energy. Um, it's <laughs> like, okay, you either like it or you don't, you know? Oh, I'm um, sure. I, I know that it's a bit much for some people cause I've, I've, I've heard as much. <laughs> right. And, but you can't change Andy and you know, that's just the kind of streams. Everyone has their own flavor pretty much. Like with me, it's like, uh, what's the point of watching this guy? He, he doesn't know. And then you see me doing the same thing for days and it's like, well, okay, why is he playing this game so long? What's taking him so long? You know? And right. then it's just one of those, like, I don't even know how, why do you even watch my stream? I guess I should ask. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, you're one of those folks where uh, I, I, I actually come for the streamer. So <laughs> you can pat yourself on the back there and say that you won, sir. That's what <laughs> <laughs> I think like one of the biggest compliments is that I can make a comedian laugh. <laughs> That's what I always tell myself. Well, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> you say funny things. You say funny things. I'll laugh. <laughs> it's funny. Like sometimes um, you say stuff that isn't even funny, but it's funny. Other people like uh, the things you do, your mannerisms. You're like, I do this every day. What's so funny about it? Same thing with me, like, I guess my sarcasm and, and things like that towards the games. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is I, I, I always appreciate what is it? I always know you're kidding. So whenever you make fun of me, I actually do appreciate it. it, it like we were saying earlier, uh, yeah, that, uh, off stream, how uh, anytime you do an impression of me, I think it's hilarious because as, as a guy who does voices and I don't know how I sound to other people in my normal voice, it's funny what comes back at me, like what stands out about stuff I do. So when it gets thrown back at me, I'm like, ha, ah, I guess I really do that. Huh? That's hilarious. You know? <laughs> and actually your impression my impression of you is Tobor's impression of you. So Tobor. <laughs> exactly. <the> exactly. <laughs> I, I clipped it and I, I sent it to him and it's over like, what? Oh no, you didn't. And we go, no, don't worry about it. And he's going to laugh about this. Don't worry. And then you did laugh about it because I was like, I knew he would get a kick out of this. <laughs> well, it was hilarious because I, I, I had no idea that I did that. But then as soon as I heard it, I was like, yep, I absolutely do that. Wow. I learned something today. <laughs> and the funniest part, and then I, I, I carry on with the joke. Um, and this is how you build relationships, guys. <laughs> is uh, <laughs> you... I joke about like, you know, what if Andy, you know, his brother does the same thing. I wonder, like, I wonder if his family's like that. They're at the dinner table. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And then the funniest part, it was true. <laughs> I, I discovered it later because once I knew what to listen for, I, I heard it when my own folks do it. Yeah. Both my brother and my dad, 
uh, pronounce that word exactly the same way. <laughs> Sorry, exactly the same way. <laughs> and I found that oh extra God. amusing. Uh, <laughs> I pointed it out to my brother, and now he can't unhear it. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not oh, entirely man. wrong. That's that's essentially what uh, yeah dinner at the Shantz's is like. Just everybody <laughs> agreeing with everybody. It's great. Uh, you hear what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh my! Um, here's another thing. How do you handle trolls in your in your channel? Um, Where's that so ban people... button? That's <laughs> <laughs> that's how we handle them. Yeah, we're we're quick with the hammer. Now, uh, well, actually, you are. Uh, we, we we're too slow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sometimes I'll beat my mods to it. Yeah, I'll see a comment I don't like, and I'm like, you're gone! You know, you... <laughs> sometimes it's even a subscriber when you're in the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I won't ban them, but, you know, I, I will do the thing where their comment will get deleted, even if you're subbed. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't make you invincible. That's... <laughs> oh, my. No one's safe. <laughs> you got to keep law and order around here. You know, we're living in a society, you know. <laughs> It, it's that whole thing. I, uh, I I value manners, courtesy, etiquette. You know, <laughs> I like I like people to play nice and stay away from uh, oh hot button issues. That that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one right there. I mean, there's just certain things that just start. Like uh, my favorite one is um, how uh, some people will come into your channel and you're playing a game. Like in my case, like uh, I'll give you a, a current example. It was like, oh, was well, this the Wonder Boy clone? And I'm like, I don't even know what Wonder Boy is. Right. And people kept right. saying it. And it's like, I, 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 th I thought I was just playing the game. I, I, I didn't know that this is a, it, it's not it actually is a knockoff, but it's not the point. Or like uh, Jim Power. Oh, what is this? So I music. What? what yeah. What's this? Yeah. They'll <laughs> say things that you're like, I, I, I sorry. I don't know. I. Never seen this game before. I don't know anything about it. That's just what they voted on. <laughs> or when uh, they say, oh, well, why don't you play the Genesis version? Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, all of that, it, you know, it's funny because, like, okay, now that I'm in an environment where I can just be relaxed and not, you know, have to react, it's funny because... um what is it oh i'm i'm essentially mocking these people for knowing more than me and i i've noticed this as a streamer i i'm a huge hypocrite there you go you have a soundbite of me just coming out and saying it but there's this old george carlin joke that goes something like you ever notice how when you're driving on the road everyone who's driving faster than you is a maniac and everyone driving slower than you is a moron well <laughs> On Twitch, what I've noticed about me is everyone who knows less than me is an idiot, and anyone who knows more than me is just a nerd. <laughs> it's like, Andy, you know, uh, <laughs> it's it's okay for people to know more than you. It's okay for people to know less than you. It's fine. This doesn't have to be a competition. <laughs> but And uh, another random thing I thought about. Is um this is another meme. Uh, you probably know this already, but I'm gonna tell you anyways. <laughs> um, how like uh you know it's as a streamer, you know you you try to uh 
branch out and you try to watch different people. I remember like the first year or two. It's like uh, you were trying to raid. Like, oh, who do we have here? I uh, oh, Scoot's on. We can raise. We have we can raid Scoot. It would be that like every stream, and Scoot be like, oh, well, here comes Andy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. It, it's 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 funny me because like it was like that every time. So like the meme would be like, oh, I wonder who we're raiding today. You know. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to just raid him after every single stream. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what we both noticed was that after a while, it's like, well, everybody who watches me knows who Scoot is at, at, at this point, and a lot of them will go over to his stream and watch him anyway, um, and that it would do do the community more of a of a service if I spread the love a bit. So <laughs> it's important to support many channels. And I also noticed, um, you know, based on talking to you, especially today, you're kind of like um, you are a man of routine almost. Like yes, this is what I'm used to. This is what I'm playing. This is the games I like. Um, this is what my go tos. How did you learn to branch out to other streams and watch them? Uh, that must have been kind of tough for you, with based on like your personality. Oh, uh, hmm. How do I answer that? Not not exactly, really, because uh, you know Twitch, especially when I first happened upon it was so new and exciting to me uh i wanted to get to know it i suppose uh and so that encouraged me to get out of my bubble i was genuinely curious and and yeah had a genuine wonder and and hunger for how the whole thing worked and people who were on here and and you know having things broken up by category like now that we have you know that retro category you can just click on that button and see everybody who's streaming under retro and and find people that way so i you know that was one way you can find people i've also you know been a part of hosts uh you know people come in what is it you know you'll, you'll hear recommendations things like that heck you'll even see people's emotes get posted and shit like wow that's a really good emote i wonder who has that because i'm an emote guy i got it you know, i love my emotes Love oh, graphics. not you. Never. <laughs> Never you. Oh, man. Um, And uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? There's also some weird times in the retro section. Have you ever, like, watched the retro section? It's, like, 3 in the morning or like, <laughs> midnight for you, and it's, like, really weird, right? There's, like, some weird stuff goes on, like, as far as, like, game choices and, and stuff like that. I mean, not weird is in a bad way, but it's, like, really just some odd hours sometimes it's in definitely the retro yeah back alley late at night <laughs> type of streaming going on there because like uh you know none of the familiar faces are live at that time because it's not the peak hours right so you see a lot of folks you wouldn't normally see you see a lot of streams broadcast in languages that you wouldn't usually see um you know, it, 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 yeah, it's just, it's a lot of unfamiliarity and not that many people, um, which I mean, I don't know that that kind of makes the slot that you've picked a good slot because there's less competition. Uh, cause you tend to stream around in that block as well. And that's kind of smart from a, you know, schedule standpoint. Well, I'll tell you the reason really why I stream it that night. <clears throat> No one can bother me <laughs> or call me or anything. Oh. So, so it's like one of those things where, and also like it's either, okay, well I stream late at night or I can get up early. 
like uh, in a few hours, I'll probably be streaming. Believe it or not. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Um, but uh, no, the reasons I picked it is because uh, I really like it's stress free. I don't have to worry about anything. I can just focus on the game and the stream. Um, I'm very fortunate that I have, uh, um, you know, people come back because I, I you know, I, I go on these random three month breaks. Not really random. There's reasons for them. Uh, hmm. But I think that's another thing, too, is um, your time slot. You kind of picked it like uh, television almost like uh, it seems like it's funny. The reason for why I picked what I did was mainly because I didn't want to conflict with Sour Kool-Aid Show. See, I didn't realize how big Twitch was at the time. And I was like, well, I don't want to step on DP's toes. You know, he does this for a living, and uh, we probably share some viewers. So, you know, I'll go two to six, and then he can, you know, go six to whenever. And I, I but, but I also thought of advantages to that time slot. It's it's good for a lot of reasons because um, it's still early enough that viewers uh in europe can watch the stream so that way you're hitting you know kind of two large you know largely english-speaking sections of the world at the same time and i think that's you know that kind of wound up being an accidentally good thing um it's actually been a few accidentally good things about how we've streamed Be having that retro category in itself has benefited me greatly as a retro variety streamer most twitch streamers are stuck having to only play one game and stay under that game or they notice that uh that their channel dies if they switch to something else but because i can always stream under retro no matter what i play uh that's also been a big help in addition to streaming when i stream so it's pretty cool i'm, I'm actually kind of lucky in a lot of respects that i'm able to do what i do <laughs> So, I mean, we talk about how there's some weird hours and, you know, uh, as far as channels and stuff, uh, who are some of the streams that you, you really enjoy and why do you like to watch them? Uh, I like to hear from your perspective, uh, as somebody who, uh, you know, is very kind of selective on who you watch, not because of, uh, you know, you're limited to your selections, but, um, you, uh, are set like usually if you like someone or you like a certain stream you usually stick with them it seems like uh do you have any uh streamers that you enjoy watching or um streamers you feel like man i, I don't know what we i feel like they should get more exposure or anything like that um i like to hear about like uh you know streams that are a little bit smaller or anything like that that you see as like uh has potential mother of mercy that would be a long list of people because I would I would feel bad leaving anybody out. <laughs> but well, let's say uh, we'll, we'll give it. We well, can say about three streams, son. Okay. Uh, you know, well, off the top of your head. Oh, I'd want to list more than three. I'll just list a bunch. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. So let me see. Most most mornings, okay. If I, if like I just get up, right? You know, I. I'll start the morning with Arcus. That that's good. His energy is just right uh, for me in my mornings and my tea and all that. When he's speed running, whatever he is, you know, he's nice, calm, laid back. Um, and again, you know, I've known him since the early days. I'm one of his first subs, so you know, I'll always be watching him. And he always plays NES games. And like we've said before, NES is any best. And what's funny is whenever I type that phrase into chat rooms. 
Nobody has any idea what that means because if you parse that sentence, it doesn't make any sense. Any best? What is N-E? What is that? <laughs> Northeast? What, what are you saying, Andy? You know, so I stopped typing it in channels because it just sounds like gibberish. Uh. <laughs> or, or if you're like me, you reverse the joke. <laughs> That's I'm like, true. yeah, I just died. NES is any best, Andy, isn't it? <laughs> because you use it sarcastically. Yeah. <laughs> As in you mean to to mock the system, implying that it is not the best. In fact, the opposite of the best. That <laughs> Any worst. Uh, see other streamers. Let me see. Yeah, Big John, I like to watch. Uh, he's cool because uh, if he gets on a topic, I like it when he extrapolates on a topic about anything he has an opinion about, especially if it has to do with Twitch. He'll actually talk about like the, the business side of Twitch. I'm always a little scared to do that. Maybe I, I shouldn't be, but I like it when he does because he's always honest. And I, and I love that about him. Um, <laughs> he'll say what others might be afraid to say. And that's always cool in my book. Um, let me see. Yeah, Charlie Ultra's coming up there. Yeah, she plays retro games. We've been supporting her for a long time. Hopefully, uh, hopefully she gets partner soon. I think she's gonna do it. I think she's gonna. I've also got my Meme Dream stream team. I got to talk about those folks. Uh, yeah, these are folks that that need more exposure, like Dirt McDerp. You know, he's a, uh, you know, he's a younger guy, but he's into the memes, and he knows, you know, more of the new ones than than I do. I'm an old fogey as far as that goes. A lot of my memes or still still images. He's got these ones that move and stuff. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> hey, the kids today like the motion pictures. <laughs> and uh, just so you know, uh, I'm the one who uh, pushed Andy to follow Derp. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I sent you a message. I'm like, uh, yeah, Derp rated you a few times. He was a, Okay, so I don't Derp actually since he started. Um, about literally one, maybe the one month span of him starting streaming. I actually know him. Uh, he played a lot of Mario party, um, believe it or not. And, uh, this is before he had the, all the fancy memes and stuff. And he was a fan of your channel. And I noticed that he was like cheering and hosting you a lot. And I knew him and I'm like, Aha. I'm like, Andy, I'm surprised you don't like the, he does like memes and stuff. Um, he like, Oh, I guess I should follow him. Well, I, I think there I might've been a couple him. other people. <laughs> And there was a couple people that hosted and stuff because myself, I forget who hosts me sometimes. Mm. I forget mm. to follow. I'm in that point now when I'm like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? And I'm doing it on purpose, just like you did. And, you know, back, oh, for sure. You know, oh, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember messaging like, hey, Andy, you should probably follow this guy. Uh, <laughs> he might be up your alley. And then, uh, you know, he started the dream team from there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he hit me up. One well, he didn't actually ask me to create it. He simply talked about creating it and then i asked if he had a way of creating it like do you know a partner who can make that for you and he's like actually we don't have anyone who can but of course i was willing to i i, I didn't have any teams created i had nothing so uh i was like well, well that's perfect then i i'm all about the memes so i'll create the meme dream stream team boom so we got him on there we got that guy nicholas on there magnus live on there all good people um and that's that's kind of what binds them together. They got <laughs> they got memes that they can queue up that play during their stream, depending on the situation. It's fun. <laughs> I like them. And then uh, other streamers, other stre okay. So yeah, you got yeah, Ancient Dragon, obviously good people. Got to shout him out. Talk about him. I sometimes play 
Mario Kart on them with them. He, he's got a similar sense of humor to mine. Uh, he's in my stream a lot. Watch watches me all the time, and uh, we just we 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 get each other in terms of uh, <laughs> what we think is funny. Uh, good old Lobrella. Sometimes we call her Trollbrella, Lubrella, <laughs> Ludrilla, because she likes to make dirty jokes during her channel. <laughs> That's always the joke. Cobrilla based it because she cosplayed as the Cobra Baroness that one time. So Cobrilla, but yeah. <laughs> we got her. We got uh oh my goodness, there's just so many. There's obviously my my good friend who I live with, Mr. Scoot, who I watch oh, all the yeah. time because obviously I live with him. Boom. <laughs> Even when I'm not watching him, I can hear him from downstairs. <laughs> uh you got the yeah, the combat people, like the combat king and outworld. Uh Part of the Mortal Kombat community, you get, uh, shoot, I just, <laughs> how do I look? Spicy Back Pain, who blew up, he started in retro doing PC games, and now he's doing uh, improvised role play, doing like uh, Grand Theft Auto V and Red Dead as these uh, characters that he's invented. It's It's been interesting to see his progression, because his channel's exploded, uh, and that's always what he wanted to do, was to do... Uh, do live action or you know role play like that so that's pretty yeah cool. and uh it blew up because uh, a lot of big streamers started catching on the gta role play it was low key for a while oh i and see then a couple of big streamers started doing it and then people getting involved and so that's that whole thing has just it's become a soap opera for a lot of people that's incredible i didn't realize that was the history of it and and why that had happened that way that's pretty cool yeah, that's that's my understanding. At least watching it, because I remember I seen GTR or GTA roleplay, and then all of a sudden these bigger streamers started checking it out and started doing it, and it's it's benefited a lot of people, especially Spicy Backpain, who is good people. I I love Spicy man. He's such a good dude. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm glad to have uh, to have to have known him back in the early days too, doing Turtle Tuesday, because I'd always tune in for that. He play he'd speed run NES turtles. Um, every Tuesday and play like, you know, clips and stuff from, uh, goodness. When yet yeah, Oprah had the turtles in April interviewed during, during the show, there's just some really funny, awkward moments there. <laughs> Not too shabby, Trebek. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah. Generally speaking of turtles, yeah. General Andrews speed runs and has world records and like turtles in time. That's what he likes to play. Uh, yeah, of course, we got to talk about JC, who's got world records, you know, Battletoads, Castlevania 4. He's running that Super Ghouls and Ghosts now. Um, absolutely crazy. Uh, he's admitted that the game is really hard now. Uh, that is, <laughs> which is absolutely true. I beat that once. I don't think I will ever revisit that again. Uh, <laughs> once was enough. I, I don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Uh, <laughs> So and then you got JC. I'm sure you're missing a lot of others. And don't worry, Andy didn't forget you. He's just trying to think off the top of his head, which is tough to do because there's so many streamers. And, you know, I, I have a long list myself. It's very um, tricky to do. I, I know so many people. And I'm like, that was that was why I was hesitant to give a list in the first place. I'm like, I know I'm going to be leaving out some obvious people. Uh, and I feel so bad if I left some, <laughs> but it's, it, it's difficult because there's so many people that would be impossible to, to literally, uh, name everyone. Uh, oh, my good friend. Oh, Hey, uh, uh, Nico. Yeah. 
He, uh, I've had him on my stream. We did a yeah, co-op battle toads, which was cool. People love seeing that. We're, we're going to have him on the stream again, doing battle toads and, and some cuphead. Uh, so obviously he's good. I try to tune in when he goes live, if I'm <laughs> up when he's doing it. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. I'll just say that much. And, uh, you know, all those uh, names you mentioned, they're all great streamers, and you should check them all out. Look them up in uh, search and, and put their username in. They're all great streams, and you should definitely uh, check them out for sure. Um, so you were going through, you know, streamers that you, you know, you really think that, you know, should get exposure and you like and you think they're good people. Um, can you tell me a time you ever... You don't have to say any names, but had a bad experience in the stream. You mean like if I was in someone's channel and had a bad experience? Yeah. And you're like, um, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to see my way out. I'm trying to think if that has ever happened. Uh, like if it was the way that they, uh, you know, the, the, their style just didn't, didn't match what you liked that day or what you felt like watching or uh, anything like that. What made you, if, have you ever tuned out of a stream? You were like, eh, all right. you know, the, the only thing that comes to mind, and I don't remember who it was, uh, because I wasn't in the stream long enough to, to know who it was. Uh, somebody made a rule. The only reason that I, I, I just disagreed with a rule that they had made in their channel, which was that um, all emotes were banned. If you used an emote, you were banned. <laughs> That was their rule. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Twitch's whole business model is, is built on selling you emotes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was That's like, nuts. this is the most counterintuitive stream I've ever heard. But he's just one of these guys. Like, I, I, I don't even think I'm not even sure if I said hi in the channel. I just I read the rules, watch for a little bit just to be like, are people really not going to use any emotes? In this channel, I <laughs> lo and behold, they were not using emotes. He was just one of those folks that I guess gets super triggered by emotes for some reason. So he had he had them banned from his channel. I, <laughs> I I I don't know, but that's that that's the worst I can think of. And honestly, that's pretty tame. That's just me disagreeing with a rule. Is all he's probably a perfectly fine person in real life. Maybe I wasn't around long enough to know <laughs> and uh one last thing i want to ask you uh what is up with the uh the bean tree <laughs> oh we're gonna ask about that no that's fine we've made that public knowledge that is that is fair game um yeah when i lived in a garage and i know what that sounds like i am 35 years old i am divorced and I live in a garage down by the river. No, it it wasn't as bad as it sounded. I mean, I, you know, I I pimped it out to a degree. It was it was a nice little garage, uh, but I, I I streamed there. But there's no bathroom in the garage. So when I would you know uh, do my business, I would do so the on a tree that was in a yard that was behind a fence. You know, no one could see me. So. Uh, it was still, you know, doing my business in private, but that's that's what I would do. And we would always have the joke about the golden tree. But no, it doesn't work that way. I like to think that it was good for the tree, especially at the time I was taking these multivitamins, you know, and your your body can't absorb 
all the nutrients in a multivitamin. So what it doesn't absorb comes out in your urine. That, that's true. So I was actually oh, providing wow. essential nutrients to that tree. It should be thanking me, you know, if it could. But it, thankfully, it's it's not one of those Lord of the Rings trees that can walk and talk because that'd be weird. It got weird, didn't it? Well, how'd you end up in the garage? Uh, oh, I chose to live there. Yeah, yeah, no, because it was, it was separate really? from the rest of the house. I Yeah, it was it was a separate building entirely. Uh so I could be as noisy as I wanted to without bothering anybody. And honestly, they wouldn't bother me either. They could be as noisy as they wanted, and they wouldn't bother me. So <laughs> it worked out Were they bad good. roommates? Uh, no, mo most of them were fine. Mo most, most people uh, mm -hmm. who I lived with were fine. Not everybody. Not everybody. But <laughs> for the most part, we were okay. <laughs> yeah. When I was in college, I had like six roommates, and the, the dishes were always full in the sink. and <laughs> <laughs> The bathroom sink? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, luckily, but it never now... got that bad around here. But yeah, same problem. Same problem. <laughs> It's interesting. I, I mean, I heard about the garage thing. I wasn't sure about it. I was like, oh, all right. I was like, well, I might as well set the record straight. So you chose to live in the garage. You chose everything so you wouldn't bother anybody. Um, what was I going to say? How'd you, how'd you end up? Like, how'd you end up declaring the garage? Like, did you claim it or like, how did that go? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I just claimed it. No one fought me for it. So garage was mine and that it, it, that was perfect i you know because it's, it's peaceful peaceful out there <laughs> if i want to go in to use the you know the kitchen use the facilities i can at my leisure thank you very much no one says leisure anymore i gotta bring that back <laughs> at my leisure niles there you go say it more sophisticatedly <laughs> And then uh, you went from the garage to your brand new home with Mr. Scoop. Shout out to Mr. Scoop. Very good dude. I love that guy to death. Oh, absolutely. Uh, how how much of a change has it been streaming-wise now after living in your uh, your new home? Oh, fortunately, it hasn't, uh, you know, affected the stream negatively in any way. Uh, this has been great uh, being up here. Um, I still have a lot of space because, uh, you know, the garage was nice and big, but this... Uh, this uh, portion of the of the house that I'm in uh, is also very spacious, so it's nice. I got I got everything I need in here. I got a big wall behind me. I can drape that green screen behind, and and everything is fine. It's it's actually great being in the house for a change. I have access to facilities. It's <laughs> no longer living like a caveman, even though some of my habits have still. What is it? Old habits die hard. I just I got to remember. Oh, right, I'm not in the garage anymore. I can. <laughs> use anything in the house at any any point that i want to i don't have to hoard water up here there's <laughs> no reason to do that it's <laughs> and uh do you have any uh any tips for uh for streamers or anybody who uh you know is trying to find their way or uh they're new to streaming um new to advice? streaming i think that's against the tos son. that's against tos whoa 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 uh whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> never gets old <laughs> okay but yeah no i get <laughs> to actually seriously answer the question yeah uh no i do i let me think let me think so when i first learned to stream i i did the most logical thing i literally googled uh how to be a good streamer and i found some articles 
that were surprisingly insightful. It wasn't just a bunch of clickbait nonsense. There was good advice in there. Um, one of the things was keep a schedule. And for my main channel, I have, yeah, I've always, I've always done that. Uh, once we got out of beta mode for my first three months, I didn't mess with the schedule because that wasn't important. But once those three months were over, I'm like, okay, yeah, we got to go to two to six at least, you know, and be consistent so that people know exactly when to tune into your, into your channel. You develop a routine, they develop a routine. And that's, that's first and foremost, probably one of the best things you can do for your channel. Um, what else? Yeah. Be interactive, you know, read the comments. Um, Lay off your viewers. Keep keep that conversation going, because uh, that honestly makes it more fun. Uh, people love it when when they're affirmed. <laughs> Go figure. People people like personal affirmation. So whenever you read a comment, you're gonna do that to somebody. It's like you're in real time pen pals uh, in, a, in a way, you know. <laughs> and so that 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 part's really cool. That that was probably the most uh, attractive part of the platform uh, that kind of sucked me in. I saw that and I was like, oh my goodness, they can type to me during the show in real time and I can respond right back at them. This is too cool. So yeah, make use of that. Uh, what is it? You know, yeah, for me at least, you know, I'm a high energy streamer. So I think that keeping the energy up is, uh, you know, it's an important thing. Um, I think most people appreciate that when you do that. Um, Keeping that generally positive outlook, you know, whenever I'm not raging at the game, <laughs> try to keep that to a minimum. Uh, let me see. What else? What else? Um, you know, it's funny. You say, uh, you know, keep uh, keeping a schedule. And I think that's something that, like, I learned after a while mm. that, like, uh, you know, it's kind of bec it becomes muscle memory for the viewers. You know, they look for you yeah. at that time. Like, I in my head, I'm like, oh, it's. It's funny because you have an exact time. If uh, it's five twelve, you know Andy should be coming on soon. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think that's a really important thing. And I think people sometimes get the wrong idea of the ABC. I don't know if you ever heard about it. Always be broadcasting. It's oh. not like that anymore. Mm. Some people put in a lot of hours and expect a lot of uh, you know payoff. But really, I mean, you shouldn't stream like unhealthy amount of hours. Unless, you know, that's what you've always done. Like JC, for example, he doesn't extreme unhealthy hours. He streams for a long time sometimes. You <laughs> don't see him for two days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he crams it in. But, uh, you know, I think having a consistent schedule and um, streaming the amount of hours you know you can do and, uh, you know, just kind of be yourself. Everyone's got different flavors. And I feel like if you try to go over the top when you're not an over-the-top person, it kind of sticks out. You know what I mean? Oh, that's true. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to keep it within yourself. And that, I guess that's why, I guess that advice, yeah, keeping the energy up, would only apply to streamers who want that type of feel, right? Some people actually do go for specifically a chill stream, and I even watch streams like that because I enjoy them. I don't necessarily want to watch a high energy stream myself because i've just been that way all day it kind of helps to calm down with a more chill stream like uh, like say you or arcus or uh, anybody like that and so that way you get different flavors um and that's and that's a good thing and i guess that goes back to 
what was another piece of advice that was good? It was, it was right. Do what makes you stand out and be unique, you know, have something be about you or your stream that is different from other streams so that you can be differentiated. So people can go to you for stuff that they can't get anywhere else. Uh, and that's also a good thing you can do. Um, yeah, knowing what games to play is important. In fact, playing games you like, I think is important. I, and I keep having to learn that lesson over and over the hard way. I, I keep subjecting myself to new things. And sometimes I don't like the new thing and it's apparent and that it negatively impacts the stream. And then we have to pretend that we didn't and had a late start and burn this thing down and go from the top. You know, <laughs> you know I'm going to throw a dart here. And, uh, and and guess to why you call it learning the game? Mm. Is that because you don't want people, you don't want to feel like you're being bad at the game? Is that why you put learning? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's because it's honest. Because uh, people may have gotten used to when I have like, when I say I'm going to play something, it implies that I'm playing it with the intent to beat it. And if I put I'm learning on it, that takes away intent to beat uh <laughs> it's like we may not get to sing gg easy noobs at the end of this one guys this might be one hell of a slog and i get nowhere and it just ends in a smashed controller and a beat red face uh that is <laughs> and i think that's why people look for that too they're like okay where is that point where he yep okay well and the stream never happened for two hours <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I, exactly. I, I applaud you because I know your personality that you are trying new things and trying to branch out a little bit from uh, things that you know people may have suggested. And you go, uh, well, oh, I don't know that game. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, um, I, I'm. I'm glad you appreciate because I. I do need to work more different games into the stream. because uh, that's what I learned is if I took every game I can beat and put it into a schedule that only gets you about three months worth of content. And then I'm going to have to play all the same games over again. And that's not good. Uh, we need to have more games than that. <laughs> and so I'll, I'll continue to, you know, branch out and get outside my comfort zone and find other things that uh, can be, can be worked into the rotation as it were. Yeah, and I, I think that's a great thing you're doing. You're trying to um make it so you're comfortable trying to branch out things. And you're kind of telling people, hey, listen, I'm, I'm trying something new. It may may not work out. Let's find out what happens. And, uh, and the other thing is, too, is that uh, you were talking about having a consistent schedule and kind of personalities. Can you give me uh, three different flavors of streams? And maybe you could put a streamer there, too, that... Uh, you notice like personality types kind of. Oh, uh, let me see. Well, there's some folks who are uh, dead silent. <laughs> uh, let me think. No, I'm <laughs> now that just sounds mean. I mean, <laughs> uh, too funny. Uh, let me see. Three categories you could, you could put them into. Um, how would you, yeah, how would you divide it exactly? Uh, um, you could divide I'll, it, I'll give you mine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So there's the uh, the the comms, you know, com uh, very lo- not a lot of word streams. Um, doesn't mean they're bad, by the way. Any of these right. things, right, right, right. It depends on. It's like uh, it's like changing the channel on TV, basically. That's what a follow. That's what a follow list really is. Is just to change the channel. Yeah. Um. Yep. Uh, there's a calm and very, you know, not very wordy. More about the gameplay. Um. There's the over the top hype overload, uh, kind of thing. And there's like the middle of the road, um, where it's like 50 50. Um, there are moments where it's concentrating on the game and times there, there's on chat. And also, I'm going to add a bonus in there. Um, overkill on the chat interaction uh, can be, and that's like a double edged sword, kind of. Yeah. Um, when you're yeah. trying too hard uh, to make it like, you know, to seem like you're super busy in your channel when you're really not. I've seen that a few times. And. That's the other thing too is like hmm. at least in the streams I like I like the little bit of realness to it, because um, I can tell if you're if you're putting on uh, an act. Uh, I like I like a little bit of real uh, to my streams too. Like with you, for example, I know you're you're doing your comic thing. I know you're doing your thing and your routine, but you also have realness to it, and that's why the not so angry kind of gives you that edge. You're like, you know what? <laughs> that's really me getting frustrated. But also, you you talk about real things too, as far as like little stories and stuff about yourself, and I think that's important. Is that you know you have to be don't, don't in your mind you can't be worried about how your stream will be like someone else's. It's gotta like you have your own spin on it, um, and have a little bit of your own touch. Like uh, with me, uh, I didn't really find out what my stream was like. Um, I, I was kind of like lost, and I'm like oh, I don't really know what I'm doing. And then I started one day. I said, I'm going back to basics. I used to have an over. Actually, Andy, you don't even know this. I used to have an overlay. I used to have these chat commands, I all this stuff. Oh, whoa. It was way overwhelming. So I said, I stripped it all down. And I said, all right, it's just going to be me in the game. Let's start the basics. And that's where kind of the Castlevania stuff came into play and stuff like that. Holy I stripped moly. everything down. Huh. And I, I cut back. And people are like, oh, you don't have any of these commands and stuff. And I joke saying, well, uh, one day I'll get to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I I just started being myself more, and uh, I just stripped everything down pretty much and did what I could do. Like Discord, I'm not very active on it. Sorry, guys. Uh, I just It's too much for me to handle. I basically just do Twitter uh, and, and kind of interact with people that way too and tell you my stream is. By the way, Andy... Uh, how come you're not using a Twitter? You're in a social network. Ha! <laughs> Hi, I'm Pen. This is my partner, Teller. We are Penn and Teller of Penn and Teller. And we here at Penn and Teller have concluded that social media is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so that is why you don't use any social media as far as like your streaming stuff. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't see it as being that helpful. I, I, I don't think uh, I'd get out of it what I put into it. Um, it just seems like the sort of thing that would turn into a time suck that wouldn't really um, produce any positive results or, or very little I should say, uh, I, I, I say this because Scoot did experiment with it while it, he, he gave, a, gave it a good effort, but just didn't really see that tweeting out the streams and doing all of this really accomplished anything or improved anything. So 
he eventually phased that out too, but he, he did start that way on the Twitter. And I, yeah, I haven't bothered with it. Uh, and I managed to get my stream partnered. So I almost feel like I, I proved that really you don't even need it. Um, no, you don't. And I mean, JC's, you know, doesn't have social media either. And there's a lot of great streamers who barely use it. Mm. Um, I mean, I like it. Uh, not because I feel like I don't use those hashtags or anything crazy. Um, people, uh, will actually like, you know, uh, the f people who watch me will retweet or, you know, I like to, um, you know, converse with people or thank people for, for hosts and the big raids and stuff like that. Um, I like it because you can connect with people. Um, and you can kind of like, uh, you know, kind of connect people without having to constantly be there almost. It's like, um, you know, I, you can do it once a day or you can, uh, you know, you don't, it's not as much effort I feel like, but yeah. you're still showing a sign of life like you, you're super active in your discord, right? Um, me, I'm not a discord person, believe it or not. Oh, okay, I, sure. I just, a lot of work <clears throat> and I only use it for like now for like voice or like DMS yeah. pretty much. And, um, I just don't have a lot of time. And that's one of the reasons why I like Twitter is because I can just tweet something or I can reply to something. Or if I like, if I'm watching someone speed run, I can kind of see what they're up to. If I can't catch their streams, uh, for wave, uh, wait, I guess what I'm trying to say is that Twitter is a good way to, uh, catch up with people or yeah. to, uh, connect with them. You know, that's like one of the reasons I'm just not a discord person. Um, uh, but I can definitely see why. Um, Twitter would be like, uh, well, no big deal. You know, like, uh, and it also, uh, a, a lot of people took time to build their Twitter to make it successful. Like, uh, Proton John, man, his Twitter. Oh, no um, kidding. It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot of the artwork and stuff. Like you probably see in his channel. If you ever watch Proton. Oh, okay. Uh, no, that makes sense. A lot of it is Twitter stuff. So people, people will tweet their artwork and John will take time out of the stream to, to look at the artwork and you know recognize it it's like dark corner pretty much and shout out to proton i, I love that dude uh he's great uh very much he's been very supportive of the retro community and i'm very thankful i've even gotten the occasional raid from him which is a a huge boon uh for sure you're very lucky if you get that raid. i've seen you get it sometimes too <laughs> I, I don't know why either um it's funny uh quick story again i'm sorry i'm taking your thunder again uh, <laughs> uh, quick story since we're talking about Proton. He's, he, first of all, I admire him a lot and he's a good dude. Um, but what's funny is that, uh, he showed up my channel one day and I didn't realize that, uh, he actually followed me like two years ago. <laughs> I was like, this oh, is weird. Wow. He didn't, he, he showed up to my channel. How did he find me? All this stuff. And then, um, I was like, that's weird. And I'm looking at, and I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta know. And he ended up, uh, he, he followed me because I think what happened is that uh, Arcade Pit. Do you ever heard of Arcade uh, Arcade Pit before? No. I um, know. Smite runs a game show. It's like Nick Arcade, and two people go on Discord, and other people, two people go on Discord, and do like challenges and game trivia and stuff. Check it out sometime. Oh wow. Uh, oh, wow. Smite, Smite, and uh, I believe uh, Ty Tuesday. Um, they're two streamers who are really good, good people. Uh, Arcade Pit. They basically, uh, it's like, it's like Nick arcade, but it makes it easy. Anyways, I think he, they rated me randomly. I didn't know idea who they were. 
I think John was one of those follows that happened in the raid because I was playing Power Rangers, speed running it, and John, I believe, is a big Power Ranger fan. Um, I don't oh, know. That's hey. why he followed me, but that's my guess. If I ever talk to him one on one sometime, uh, I like to know <laughs> his side, but he probably doesn't remember because he has so much stuff going on. But oh, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> But anyways, he's a he's a good dude, and uh, you're right, Andy. He's totally supported retro, like uh, you know, Marin. Uh, he got we raided Marin, raided the Wee Guy at one point. Uh, he he raids a lot of small people if you know his primaries are not available, and that's something I actually seen a video of someone getting angry, thinking it was a bad, it was an angry raid or something. It, it's always a good chuckle to see reactions. Um, I was fortunate. Uh, he raided me a few times, and I didn't know how to handle it. When you get a raid like that, ah. do, wait, you know, like Balatos is like the first time he raided me, right? And I was in Revolution. I accidentally ignored it. You didn't know what had happened. You were <laughs> trying to get through that game. It was the final level. Uh, it took forever for you to realize. <laughs> and chat told me to ignore chat, right? For the five minutes. It was literally for five minutes, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happened, and I felt bad. I felt so bad, and then um, you know, I was like, "Oh, sorry, John," and I didn't get a response on Twitter. But then he popped up my channel again, and I was like, "All right, I hope he's cool with it." Yeah, I think that was like kind of a thing. I think he just like he realized it because there's a famous video of him doing a a battle toads race with three other people. So he knew it was a blind race. So he knew, uh, you know, that it was a it's a tough game. But anyways, that's my that's my John story of how I kind of know him at least. Uh, Wonderful. Yeah, it, it you know it's weird. Twitch is a weird place, and uh, you know, uh, but I think that's that's pretty much it. I mean, speak, speaking of Twitch being a weird place, I'm glad I ran into you, Andy. <laughs> and likewise, no, I'm glad I finally followed your channel, and and then finally after following. Uh, actually watched the channel. <laughs> <laughs> now I know who you are, and then and, and all of these events uh, co coalesced into this moment we're sharing together. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I was really surprised. I thought this would be like an hour, you know, episode because I figured, you know, uh, well, Andy will probably want to rush through it. No, you, you, you literally talked about everything possible. Um, if you're, if you don't know. Anything about Andy at this point? I don't know what you can learn. I, I <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the... Uh, oh, I probably shouldn't say how long we've been recording because you've got to edit. But then <laughs> I just saw the number. Is it, and that, <clears throat> that's as much um, as I'll say. <laughs> uh, real quick, we're, we'll do a lightning round. Uh, I, I actually been watching time. Uh, <laughs> oh, you have... Oh, okay, very good. I... <laughs> Uh, uh, do you have any pet peeves on Twitch and what are some good things that, uh, you like to see on Twitch? You can say, uh, basically what I mean by Twitch is, you know, when you're watching streams and stuff, uh, what are the good things that you see people do? And what are some of the pet peeves that you feel like it can be chat related? It could be stream related. It could be your own experience. Oh, um, maybe I got you. See, people. I thought you were going to say, what What are my pet peeves of people in my chat room when I'm streaming? And then I'd be like, well, how long you got, uh, night? And I'm like, what do you want me to do? Uh, 
<laughs> and did you miss my comment? Yeah, goodness gracious. Uh, no, no, because I'm like, if I, if I tell people that, I'm just giving them fodder for everything to type into channel to specifically annoy me. But no, you, you don't mean that list. You mean what I, what I see other streamers do? Pet peeves. Let me see. Let me see. Um, not reacting positively enough when people do nice things for you. That is a pet peeve. If someone does something nice for you on stream, you should be thankful and, <laughs> and express that thanks in a positive and uh, meaningful and, and, and obvious way. Uh, that's just good, clean etiquette. My mama raised me right <laughs> type of stuff. And so that, 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 yeah, that would be a major pet peeve is when the streamer um, either doesn't react to nice things people do, or, or even maybe reacts in a hostile fashion, which would be odd, but you know, I think you know what I mean. Uh, <clears throat> oh what else what else uh trying to think um i mean yeah if they're if if, if they're if they're mean to their viewers uh, that would be a turnoff <laughs> i try not to be mean to mine i, I I'm, I'm thankful when people watch sometimes <laughs> sometimes when people are trolly <laughs> that can that can that can maybe get me to bend my ro rule a little bit but uh you know if if you play nice, I'll be nice. You know, it's just like, you know, don't poke the bear, right? That's just basic <laughs> basic etiquette at the zoo, which, by the way, I, I, I think of Twitch as a human zoo. If you go to your follow page, look at all those <laughs> windows of humans in the zoo. And you can go click on one and say, what's this human doing in their little window cage here? What game are they making themselves suffer through? Huh? That's <laughs> Jeez, and uh, I... people playing, you know, those darn 3D games, you know. You can't be having that. <laughs> oh, my brain can't handle it. Yeah, all I see is static on the screen at that point. It's too much information. You got all those angles and dimensions and, you know, shading. And it's, it's too much. My brain can't uh, read that. It's it's not. I don't have the updated firmware in my medulla oblongata. So or uh, your, uh, your emails don't notify you. <laughs> you know, sometimes that happens. Twitch needs to fix their notification system. It doesn't always send you a notification when you're when you're signed up for them uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are some good things you like to see in like uh what are some of the good things oh, okay good things i like to see is uh let me see you know good games being played obviously i like that uh let me see you know i i i like you know happy cheery positive people uh that's that that's a good thing the world needs more of that I try, I try to bring that, and then what inevitably happens is not angry, not angry, not angry. But at least the intent is there. So I like when I see other people actually do it successfully <laughs> and make make their chat a warm and, and and loving place to be. You know where you, uh, you know, you, you, yeah, you get the sense of community. You 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 get that they that they care about what they do and that and that they care about you. Um, and that. Uh, what? Mm. I, I I I think you get what I'm saying. I'm running out of words yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're okay. You know, uh, that's good. And uh, I guess uh, you know, is there anything else you you know you want to say or let the people know uh, mm. who you, you never get a chance to do because you're always so busy on stream? Uh, this is the time probably to do it. Yeah, it's tough to say. Um, 
one thing that pops into mind because I, I don't know that we got to hit on the topic was um yeah the twitch landscape has has changed a lot i uh, and and i guess this goes back to earlier when i said i could smell the winds changing maybe now is the time to hop on the bandwagon and start a stream on twitch this was you know way back in late 2015 i was thinking about it and did it at the beginning of 2016 uh right now as we're closing out 2019 yeah uh, there's a lot of streamers now. There are a lot of streams. Uh, Twitch has grown significantly, but which, which which is good in that you know the platform is growing. It's becoming more popular. Um, but then at the same time, if you're brand new starting out a stream, boy, it's going to be tough to grow uh, because there's so much competition. So it's it, that means all of us streamers have to have to work very hard to give you quality. Uh, but there you go. That's just. That's just the economics of it, I suppose. We'll see. We'll see what happens in the years to come. I I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's only going to continue to grow. Um, but we'll see how that Im- impacts things in the future. Yeah, I mean, I can agree. I mean, things have changed in two years since you and I have kind of started um, yeah. streaming, and uh, it's 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 really cool to to really. I mean, one thing I love about um, you know. The retro section, especially, is um, how smart they are, too, um, as mm. far as like identifying what they think should be in the category. Um, people who think, you know, like, like for example, if someone tries to play uh, a game that's uh, like, a, like Shovel Knight, they put it under retro, they're, you <laughs> know, the directory doesn't work as it does in other games. Um, they kind of, go around and they have like a selection and they see, well, that's just an indie game. I want to see like a console game. I want to see like an actual retro. Right. Uh, very cool. By the way, retro, very debatable uh, category name, but <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Open up that can of worms. <laughs> I'm thankful that it exists. Um, no matter what it's called. Uh, I call it, um, you know, very, uh, it's very nice and it's very, it allows people to try different stuff, look at different stuff and to gives them a space basically and with a decent, you know, amount of viewership and, um, you know, thanks to people like Proton, uh, you know, Arcus and all the speed runners who, who speak yeah. under that category, you give other people chances too, like yourself. Well, that's, the thing. that's what's been so great about having that category is, um, all of us who stream under retro are helping the community as a whole because it bumps up that category in the directory, uh, which will give us more viewership from people just kind of surfing Twitch, which is really good uh, that we can unintentionally work together like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. And I think it's, you know, that's why I usually do. I, tr- I usually try to rate retro, not because I'm biased, it's because I love that category so much. I want, you know, I wanted to keep going and growing and keeping it alive pretty much. Um, but anyways, uh, I think that's where we're going to end it. Um, if you don't have any final statements, um, I answered pretty much every question. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, about the move, uh, the, the, the peeing trees, uh, how to say oh. chef's name. Uh, we covered a lot. I mean, coming from your, uh, you know, being a musician, to learning, to becoming a comic, 
Um, oh, by the way, I never finished my Wayne's World story. Oh. Uh, so here's the punchline of the joke. Well, not really a punchline. Mm. Uh, when you did the Wayne's World stream, I, I made a screenshot. And oh. I sent it to Ducks. <laughs> Carvey. <laughs> oh, did you really? Oh, and how did he respond if he did? <laughs> uh, didn't get a text back yet. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. He probably forget, he probably didn't get a chance to respond. I, I still <laughs> I still I still keep in touch with Dex. Uh, That's awesome. Who does, who does LA Guys podcast now? Uh, once a week. Uh, oh, wonderful! Because I'm still kind of hoping like it probably won't happen, but it, it'd be awesome if. Uh, yeah, Mike and Dana got back together and made a Wayne's World three. That would be so cool. <laughs> and uh, well, you you heard him here. Uh, <laughs> ah, yeah. for that Wayne's World three. You know that's uh that was uh the Dex was actually on the 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 studio or the 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 stage or whatever you call it the what do you call it the set. He was on a set of Wayne's World, uh, and that's kind of like when Dana realized that he wanted to be with his kids. Believe it or not. Um. Oh, I'll be darned. Oh, yeah, okay. Then th that's when he became family man, pretty much. Wow, and, wow. Yeah, at least that's the story you hold. But maybe we'll get Dex on here uh, to tell the story better. But anyways, guys, um, we're going to wrap. What's, what's oh, that? real quick. Yeah, oh, I just, yeah, you made me think of it. Uh, final thought. Final thought. <laughs> yep. Uh, which is, I'm trying to Thoughtality. think. Thoughtality. <laughs> Andy wins or something like that. No, we all win. That's, that's kind of the whole point of the whole thing is uh, I am so thankful that folks tune in and watch my show like <laughs> it's amazing that i'm able to do this for a living because in a lot of ways this is a childhood dream because i always uh thought that radio was so cool i never did anything in radio but always thought that the whole format was was so neat but now i'm i'm actually doing it in real life and people are actually listening to and, and liking the show and it's in a format that I can actually do because I don't think I could actually do real radio because there would be no interaction. But with Twitch, there's interaction. I can see you there. I can see that you're having a good time. I know I'm having a good time. And, and I was told that, that if the performer is having a good time, more than likely anybody watching the performer is. So, um, yeah, you've, you've, you've made a 38-year-old man's dreams come true. And <laughs> I'm just very, very appreciative. Because who knows what else I could be doing if it wasn't for this. So I'm very, very grateful. <laughs> and I'm very grateful to to have you on here, Andy. I've been talking it up that I was going to have Andy on here. But I didn't realize that we'd be talking for this long. And I'm happy because I feel like you never get the time to actually talk about yourself. It's You're always giving the other people. And, um, you know, I, I thought about you as a guest. I was like, well, maybe this would be the chance for Andy to kind of tell his story a little bit. And that's kind of the goal of the whole podcast is to get people a spotlight because, you know, you, you, you stream all the time. I don't think you ever get the chance to kind of reflect on everything. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because uh, I, I've noticed this about chat. They don't ask me a lot of questions for whatever reason. I think it's because we're just caught up in the moment of whatever's going on at that time. So this was really cool. You're able to 
uh, show a side that they otherwise wouldn't wouldn't get to see. And I guess that's the whole point of doing interview in the first place. So that's this is a bloody brilliant idea. <laughs> and I hope whoever heard this uh, thoroughly enjoyed it and, and got something out of it. <laughs> yeah, and I think the only thing you really have of you is um, the 30-minute video about becoming a partner. But you have, you have so, I knew you had so much more of a story, I mean, out of your whole life. And I'm really glad you're on here. And most importantly, Andy, how can people get a hold of you if they ever want to contact you or find your stream? How can they find you? Oh, let me see. I'm on, obviously they can, they can whisper me directly on Twitch. They can find me on discord. I'm also on Facebook. Uh, I have an account there. I'll, I'll get that. I think if someone sends me a Twitter message, it will forward that to my email. So I'm notified that I got one. Uh, and I do have an email address, which is uh, listed on the page. Uh, so there's, there's a few ways. Yeah. Th th there you go. That's, surprisingly a whole bunch right there and remember guys you can follow andy the andy social network on twitch.tv <laughs> slash the andy social network or if you want to see a speed running side at twitch.tv slash the andy gaming network uh, they have two different channels because he has two different flavors he likes to serve to everybody um andy thanks for for doing this uh I appreciate it taking time out of your day. We squeezed it in. You know, we had a little rough start in the beginning, but it ended <laughs> up being a good episode. And I'm, I'm. How does it feel to kind of like tell your story? It feels good. I, you asked really good questions, and I didn't expect it to be so thorough and to go, uh, oh, as far back into the past as you did. But this is really good. It even, uh, what is it? Triggered all the right memories and and gave me some things to think about. I, I, I noticed some consistencies throughout my life uh, that I, I don't think I would have otherwise had noticed patterns, things like that. So it was, it was really good to, to reflect on that. And uh, maybe others can, can find a use for it too. No, you, 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 you did great. I'm really glad we did this. This was absolutely fantastic. Um, thought I would trip over my words, which I have done, but not as bad as I thought I would. Uh, I was more coherent then I was less coherent. So, <laughs> so I see this as an absolute win. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm just glad you're comfortable here and I'm glad uh, you're able to, uh, to kind of tell your story and, you know, not feel like, you know, Oh, whoa, hold on. And that's the, like, like, like about um, podcasts too, is that um, you can kind of, you feel a little different when it's just audio and it's just you and that's it. You know, um, it also helps that I have a, a background in making documentaries. But <laughs> <laughs> ace up the sleeve. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, Andy and I are going to take off here. I uh, want to appreciate anybody who's listening uh, to streaming talks. Uh, this is the episode with Andy. And if you haven't seen the previous episode with Barley, he talks about his life, too. And our next guest, well, you're going to have to find out uh, via Twitter. Or you can reach out to me at some point because we still got to get the interview going. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode, second episode with the Andy Social Network. Hope you guys all enjoy your day, whether you're listening at work or you're on your drive. Uh, I'm glad to be here with Andy. So take care, everyone, and uh, we will be talking to you later. <laughs>
And that's the end of our episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the story of the Indie Social Network here on part two. If you haven't already, please check out part one. Uh, I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, his story as a whole is um, is really interesting, and it's good to see perspective and a side of Andy he doesn't get to explain too much. So remember, you can listen to the podcast on Stitcher, uh, Google, Spotify, and we will be archiving some episodes on YouTube after they are out for a while on the podcast platforms. And remember, you can always, of course, listen directly onto the website, uh, supported by Pinecast, which is a great service. Five bucks a month, not too bad of a deal if you want to host a podcast. So thank you guys for listening to episode two of Streaming Talks, and uh, we'll see you the next time in the next episode.